Hey, did you know that a former child prodigy who once played Carnegie Hall also opened the first and only black and women owned insurance firm on Wall Street in New York? Hear about this story and more in the new book, Black Pioneers of the American Insurance Industry, available now on Amazon. Welcome to You Should Get a License, the number one source for anyone looking to learn about or join the most underrated opportunity in business today, a career in the insurance industry. Get educated, motivated, and inspired for your journey as you learn both how and why you should get a license. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the number one source for information, education, and inspiration. You should get a license. We're talking about the podcast edition. Man, so excited about who we have with us today. Um, this is a, a, a young lady who has been making incredible strides in the in the industry uh, over the past few years and uh, have, have wanted to you know, have this conversation for some time. And uh, really excited for her to share a story and talk about what she's doing. There's some amazing things going on. You may have seen her online uh, as India Insures, but she is the president of Legacy Leaders Financial. I want to welcome to the You Should Get a License podcast, Miss India Brown. India, how you doing? Hey, Rod. How are you? Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Hey, look, you know, I'm excited about this conversation because we go we go way back. Matter of fact, we go way back to, um, I would say, where you were a little bit newer, you know, in the industry uh, when we met originally. And now you've kind of, you know, kind of come into this powerful, you know, state of being with your branding and everything that that you've been able to do and connect and build uh, with. So I, I want to just kind of start by finding out a little bit about what you do, like sharing with our audience. Obviously, this audience is is one where we're looking at different market segments of the industry. You know, there are new people who are maybe just getting into the business. Um, there are other professionals who are like, maybe I want to try to get into this industry and, and find out more about it. What, what do you do? What market do you segment on? Like, wh what's your specialty in this insurance and financial services industry? Great question, Ron. So, um, for me, it's about really, I hate to sound cliche, but a mission, uh, a true mission, if you will, of my a passion of mine, if you will. Um, and I, I really hate to sound cliche, but it's true. Um, I come from what I like to call the urban communities. That's the bougie name for it, right? But I was born and raised in the hood, right? Um, and I lost my mom when I was 16. Um Never a good time to lose your mom, right? But it was kind of a critical age of me trying to figure out, like, what I want to do, what I want to be, all of those things, you know, peer pressure, you know, graded into, into that adult space, high school, a lot of things, right? And so losing my mom was a really tough time. But even more so when she passed, she had little to none life insurance, right? Um, and so it really... It really set me back. It really had me like confused, angry, like a lot of different emotions, like because we were tight. So it was like I was angry at first. Like I know she loved me. We had plenty of conversations. Like, 
why she leave me hanging like this, right? And so at the time, I, you know, in prayer, I got over it. And I was like, you know what? If she knew the time, day, or hour, she would have planned. Facts, right? I think we all would. And so I was like, you know what? When I become an adult, when I become a mom, the last thing I ever want my kids to feel is this feeling right here. Like questioning whether or not I even love them a little bit, right? Which I do. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I'm going to take it a step further. I'm going to get licensed and I'm going back in my community, right? And I'm going to tell the people who look like me, you know what I mean? Like, this is easy to do. You know what I mean? Like, well, sometimes we think of life insurance as a debt or a liability or too expensive. Like, for real, for real, if my mom would have spent $50 a month back then, I bet you she would have had a half a million dollar policy. If I could bring her back and say, mom, would you spend $50 to make sure I'm okay? Without question, she would do it, right? And it would have just changed everything in my life. I got accepted to Spelman. I didn't get to go because of money. Like all of those things, right? And so it's like, all right, India, I'm going back in the hood. I'm going back in my community. And I'm going to start there. And I'm going to start talking to women who look like me because generational wealth is doable. It's important. It's needed. You know what I mean? My mom died unexpectedly. You know what I mean? It wasn't like we got to say goodbye and be surrounded by her on the sick bed. Like it was just unexpectedly. You know what I mean? And like that, it hit, it hit hard. And so I was like, you know what? That's what I want to do. And then as when I got licensed, I'm like, you know what? There's got to be some women like me who understand the importance of this. So now I want to go back into my community and help 10,000 families. I can't do that by myself. I want to build a team of women that look like me with the same drive and the same passion. We just going to go into our communities and make sure generational wealth is intact, you know, we're in place. Like our legacies are straight. We're good. Like making a difference and educating our community because for real, for real, $50 could have changed everything for me. You know what I mean? If you ask the crowd today, would you spend $50 to make sure your kids are okay? Without question, without question. So anyway, long story, it's really... Uh, it really hits home for me, for real, for real. Um, and that's that's why I'm in this space. It's an important story because, you know, I don't even know if parents think about life insurance from the perspective of their children and how that might feel if something were to happen. Like, what would be the feeling that the child would carry towards their parents? I mean, that's, that is really powerful. And, and just uh, bring it, being able to, you know, take that, turn it into, you know, a personal mission to, to ensure that, you know, mothers and children are both protected, you know, going forward in the future, I think is, is just, I think it's really, really impactful. Um, mm -hmm. That was a, now you're, you're from the DC area, correct? You're mm -hmm. from DC, yep. D D District of Columbia. <laughs> yeah. You used the hood. You said, I grew up in the hood. I did. Um, and, you know, your mom, you know, she passes when you were 16. Mm -hmm. like formative years you know for a teenage teenage girl um I want you to take me back I want you to take me back matter of fact I want you to go back further than 16 all the way to let's say nine or ten years old you know little little India insures right mm -hmm. yeah what, what was what was little India thinking about or, or dreaming about being when when she grew up like what was what was the the dream when you were a child um 
again, I grew up in the hood, right? And so I was always challenging stuff. And my mother would tell me something, I would challenge or ask deeper questions. And so I was like, you know what? I'll be a lawyer. And my mother always said that you should be a lawyer. You question everything. You're not stopping until you get the answers, right? And growing up in the hood, of course, money was tight. And so I always um, had a huge imagination. I remember telling my mom, like, nope. When I asked her for something and we couldn't get it, like, no, nah, I'm a princess. Like, I don't know, but make make it happen. You know what I mean? Like, make it happen. So I was like, you know, well, I'm, this, this is not for me. I'm a princess. I'm going to do something where I'm going to make a lot of money, make an impact. So it's an eight, nine-year-old MD. I thought I was going to be a lawyer. I thought I was going to have a, a two-seater convertible and live in a penthouse apartment and be this badass attorney. <laughs> Uh, when I became grown, that's what I thought. You 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 was gonna be uh uh Je Olivia Pope or, or well I guess Jessica Pearson now since yep. uh, Pearson before before they came out. Yeah, yeah, I did not dream of the the White House with the picket fence and that I that was not my dream. It was like if I have a kid, it'll be one, and she's gonna be on that side, and our bags shopping bags gonna be in the back, and we gonna live the life. Wow! Wow! <laughs> That's a unique perspective, right? Like what, like say, hey, I'm gonna be a lawyer. You, I mean, you've always always been a go getter. I mean, you still are. What, what do you think? Like, what do you think um, gave you that? You know that 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 sense of of I'll, I'll say, you know, just drive. Like, what 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 instilled that? The concept of wanting more, knowing that there had to be more to it. Again, I had to go back to the hood. Like, and I didn't know we were poor, but I, I knew we were poor. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't really want for nothing, but the concept of wanting more, meaning quality or better, you know what I mean? And being able to just do what I want when I want. Like, I don't want to have to lay away my trip. You know what I mean? If I want to go, I want to be able to go. So I've always kind of like, I just want to just be, I just want to be able to do what I want when I want. Not just always about money, but just the 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 peace of mind of freedom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, that's free, freedom can certainly give you give give you some some peace of mind. Right? <laughs> Especially in the, in the society we're in right now. So so you you've been in the the industry uh about 6 years now. I mean, mm -hmm. to 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 see how you move, I mean, even even now you say, "Hey, you know, I want to build a team of women." I mean, you have a you got a team of women and men. Like you got folks across the country at this point. But um what 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 did you do prior to insurance? Like, what were you doing prior to this industry? Because I know you had a you had a background, you know, in some other ways. So, so you know, prior six years ago, seven years ago, what were what were you focusing on? And, and then tell me a little bit about what caused that that transition from from where you were at to moving into this space. So I had kids. At a very young age, right? I was a mother of two by the time I was 22, right? I had my first one at 20 and 21 and the next one at 22. Anyway, so that kid's very young. Um, and so I worked in the government sector as a contractor. I worked in the patent and trademark office for years. Um, and then a girlfriend of mine, I was curated about my first house and a girlfriend of mine introduced me to a real estate agent and she sold me the life, the dream, right? And so I got licensed as a real estate agent. And right in that time when the market was booming and anybody could get a house, right? So I came in at the right time. And I think in my first month of getting licensed, I sold like three properties. I was like, bump this. 
I quit my job. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking else. real estate licensing now. Where we get hey, see that real money, estate. boom, them closes is popping. We, yes. What year was that? Because this is was that oh uh, like God, early two thousands, two thousand three, four, so yes, yeah. Hey, um, stated income, stated income. Yeah. Look, <laughs> everybody, know. everybody qualify. <laughs> you get a house, and you get a house. <laughs> yeah. So I sold three properties like in my first month, made more uh -huh. than I ever made in a month. Like, like oh, so I quit my job, right, Rod? And like, I'm doing this full time, and I was successful for a minute. And then, of course, the market crashed. But I was smart enough to, when I was, when the market was booming, I worked with a lot of investors. I sold a lot of properties with investors. So they became a part of my network. So they had multiple properties. So when the market started to decline, I started managing properties for investors. So mm -hmm. I managed property for a minute, a couple of years. That kind of sustained me. And so they started letting their, their portfolio just go to waste, right? And so then... um. My father took ill. I had to move in with me. And then I became my father's primary caregiver. And so um, I definitely needed the flexibility and freedom because he needed me a lot. You know what I mean? Like being gone during the day, I would anything could happen and I need to get back home. So I was like, all right, I need to create a, pl a plan where I could be accessible to my dad more. Um, and so I remember him driving a cab when I was a kid and always you know, we would ride out hacking. He always tell me about his days as a life insurance agent and how, you know, as a kid, you don't want to do that. And I was like, you know what? Let me look into that because the real estate market wasn't doing great. And um, I got my license and it, here we are. And here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Man. You know, speaking of um, uh, just our parents and, and kind of just the things that happened because it, it, as, when you were younger, you know, you know, with your mother, that kind of instills something in you. And then older, having to be the care, having to be a caregiver, which is a, which is a lot, you know, for someone to take on um, with a parent that, it, you know, just from what I know about you and um, even some of the, the conversations that we have offline and, and, and the work that, that we're, we've been doing together, you, you're, you're really helping people in that market as well. You know, so so for you know the, the the senior community or people whose parent who 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 are taking care of their parents and are looking to, mm -hmm. for lack of a better term, ensure you know their their mm -hmm. parents as, as well. Can you tell me tell me what you're doing in that category? Because that's that's kind of innovative too. It is. Um. Again, again, taking care of my dad. He we used to ride a lot. Him driving a cab, right? And so we were tight, tight. Um. Anyway, he used to always have these conversations with me about when that time came and this was here look in this look in this place and you'll find this and all of that and I don't want to you know you don't want to have those conversations but he was adamant about making sure that stuff was taken care of um so um when he passed away um everything was taken care of and it's like you know what I, I get it I get it you know I, I saw the stressful side and I saw the the, the, the planning side and so um and then so I stepped into this pre-need space and I got I got experiences from both sides, right? And so I get when you're planning the the ease of it, you know, and it's still a it's still a tough thing to deal with, but the ease of it, um, the the flow of it, you know what I mean? Um, what it goes a whole lot differently. And so I was introduced to a pre-need space, and um, you know about it, but it helps us 
prepare, not just our parents, but everybody, right? But I like that for our community. I, I like the fact of teaching them and helping them understand the, the proper importance of, of planning. We plan our weddings and our birthday parties and all these gender reveals, and they go off great, right? They're beautiful. Like, I, my home doing service deserves the same mm. respect, and so that's mm. what I'm teaching my, our community, right? Like, mm. right, your home going service deserves the same thing, right? Like, you plan that wedding down to the T. Let's let's plan your homegrown celebration. So there's no fighting, there's no fussing. It's spelled out. So both of your daughters know I want to wear my turquoise dress. Like mom did not want, you know, pre-planning eliminates all of that stuff and makes sure everything goes off without a hitch. Just like that beautiful wedding, just like that beautiful party. And I want my kids, I'm hoping I'm 99 and a half, but I want my family to have the ease of knowing. You know, this is done. This is taken care of. So I'm, I'm back in the trenches and not just teaching about generational wealth, but the importance of, of proper planning too. Absolutely. So, so essentially, you're you're a a, a start to finish yep. kind of professional. It's like, hey, you're, I like that. you're, you're saying, <laughs> hey, look, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna help you build it for yourself, for the next generation, and for when you're gone as well. Yep. When you're leaving, you are gonna have that too. So we're gonna make sure you you got the full spectrum of your needs met. You mentioned the term um, pre-needs. Now, once again, you know, on this platform, you know, we have a lot of different, you know, market professionals who are listening. Some people coming from the PNC space, they know all the PNC terminology, stuff on the life side, they have no clue. Got people coming from the life and health space, you know, that listen in, they're on, they're hearing PNC terminology, they have no clue. And then we have people who are coming from outside of the industry listening and they're not going to really have a, a familiarity with, with any of these things. Pre-need is something that we've never had anybody mention on this platform ever. What is it? Um, it's just that. It's pre-planning. It's, it's making sure that your home going, your funeral arrangements, your having a life celebration is properly planned. We, as life insurance specialists, help our clients do that from helping them with their things like their wills and power of attorneys to proper planning. Like we preach generational wealth and legacy and that, in my opinion, is what life insurance is for. We know that, right? To help with your retirement, um, college education, all of those things. People use it as to be their own bank, all of those tools. That's what life insurance is for, legacy pre-need is for proper planning and they're two separate things a lot of people like well um you know life insurance is for my funeral no life insurance is for your legacy life insurance is for your retirement life insurance is for all those other amazing things that it does and pre-need is just for that um to make sure that your home going celebration is properly planned and properly taken care of so for those on the outside looking at like what is that that's what we do we can help all of our clients plan for their legacy, but we also can help them properly plan for their home going celebration, their funeral, whatever term you want to use. Um, but there aren't a lot of people in this space. And you and I both know this is an amazing opportunity, but we also get to provide an amazing service for our clients as far as educating them, making sure legacy is intact, making sure that they properly plan. Like, Right. So when that time comes and, the, and their family is looking back on all the amazing things that you've helped them do without a shadow of a doubt, they're calling Rod because, you know, mom's retired. Mom lived off of retirement for years to come. You know what I mean? My college education was paid for with life insurance. I started my business 
from my mother borrowing from my life insurance policy. And then when she passed, it was a whole party. You know what I mean? It was it was mom in the making. You could tell she planned this to the T. And so I love what we do. I love that we offer this amazing service. Um, and I'm just looking forward to spreading the word, um, providing the opportunity to more agents so that we can touch more people. Yeah, yeah. So so here's I want to dig, I want to dig into that just a little little bit deeper. Then I'm gonna shift gears for a little bit. So when I think of the the funeral plan or the last you know, expenses, quote unquote, the final expenses, usually I'm thinking about like a final expense policy. So you're, you're referring to it as, as pre-need. Is that the same as final expense? What, what would be the difference in those two, two pieces? So I, I explained this all day to definitely recruiting and building a team. Um, final expense is what that is. It's for your, so a lot of people think, um, a lot of times when people get final expense, the majority of people who get final expenses are the elderly community, right? They've waited until they've gotten older. And so now they want to have something set aside to cover their final expenses, right? And so they have the mindset that this final expense plan is going to pay for my funeral. And it can't. But final expenses, we both know, is a whole life policy. It's designed to do a whole lot of other different things. It's just a smaller whole life policy, right? That builds cash value, but much slower. With pre-need, it's exactly what that is. There is a difference. We are actually paying, like putting it on layaway, uh, your final expenses, right? So we are actually paying on your funeral. So you and I both are in this space, and we know that sometimes when that time comes when someone expires, um, the life insurance could take a minute to pay out for numerous of reasons, right? And we could get into that too. For numerous of reasons, the difference is with pre-need, when a person expires and they're at home and the family picks up the phone, they call the funeral home, right? And so the funeral home says, okay, Ms. Brown, sit back, relax, properly grieve. Your mother has properly planned. We have her plan right here with us. They're going to call the insurance company and they are paid within the hour difference. Your funeral is paid for most times before they even pick up the deceased. So it is really and truly a, a final plan. It is a pre-need plan. It is put in place to pay for everything that you have set aside as far as your pre-need services are concerned. So the difference is, is that it's an actual pre-need. It is definitely going to pay for that person's funeral outside of like final expense, which is a whole life policy. Um, again, a lot of people put that in place, but that is exactly what it is, a whole life policy. And gotcha. it's still for legacy. It still can be used for legacy. So, so essentially, with final expense, it is a life insurance policy that you hope will cover the cost of what it is that you're looking to do, because that's the objective. That's what you're put, taking it out for. You're taking that, you're taking that for the reason of the final expenses, those funeral costs that you might have. Your other life insurance is really covering, you know, your family legacy, considering the time frames and all that good jazz. What what prenate what pre-need does, and I'm just just clarifying this based on for what you said. So it sounds like what, what pre-need does is the pre-need will allow you to pay incrementally on the actual service, the, cert the specific kind of service that you're having. Hey, I want to be cremated with a memorial. I want a casket with blah, 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 blah. How much does all of that cost? I'm going to take out coverage based on that amount. And then you essentially just pay that off over a period of, of over time. Correct. Of time, and if mm -hmm. you were to if you were to expire prior, mm -hmm. if you were to expire prior 
to the time in which you finished paying that full amount, it's a the, there's a life insurance component that would still pay Correct. the benefit. Correct. So you get the benefit, mm -hmm. but you also have something that you're paying on. So at a at a point in time, you actually going to just just stop paying completely. Correct. Right. But in a whole life positive, you just keep paying. You're going to pay forever. So I know, you know, uh, an agent in this this industry that likes to term it as um, final expense is like a, a life sentence you pay for for the rest of your life. With pre need, you can parole in three years, five years. You can parole. <laughs> or two years, Some, right? Somebody is, somebody's going to resonate with that analogy. Somebody, <laughs> somebody. is going to resonate with it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> look, look. If you got if you have a bond expense policy, listen, you've done a good thing. It's okay, okay. But um, for those that you know looking for for coverage out there, no, this that that is. It, listen, I, I recognize that it is something that's innovative and uh, definitely changing the landscape, even from an accessibility standpoint. You know, being that everybody qualifies is completely guaranteed issue and all that jazz. So I think with with what you're doing in that space, once again, being able to cater to you know parents. Uh, particularly, you know, single mothers, you know, and, and, and offer that benefit, but then saying, Hey, look, we're going to take you all the way to the end of your journey is, mm -hmm. is very commendable. One of the other things I want to want to pull out in that um, one, just one point is uh, it's, it's okay to desire nice things. You, you mentioned that earlier. You said, Hey, look, I have been, you know, I wanted, I wanted nice things. I wanted to do well, even even being even being young, you know, and I think that that's important to note because when people think about this industry, you know, they 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 know that there's an opportunity there, but they really don't understand what it looks like. And you also mentioned opportunities. I want to speak to that too. But but what do you what do you think people are intimidated by when it comes to to joining this industry, to joining this business, the life insurance industry as a whole. Um, not being knowledgeable, right? Um, I get a lot of pushback sometimes. I say I'm not a salesperson; right? I can't sell. But this is not a sale. This is um a value. This is a necessity. This is not um a, a car, a used car salesman when you're trying to push something down somebody's throat. Like this is something that is never going away. I don't care how much AI takes over. Like. This is never going away, right? None of us are ever going to live forever. Um, and so I think it's just a lack of knowledge, um, a little bit of fear sometimes, um, and just the, a mindset, you know, a, a mindset shift is needed, in my opinion, a lot of times. Um, I think that this is one of the industries that, like I said, that is never going away, but one of the most lucrative industries there is, Um and I encourage anybody to, to take a look at it, just just to not, you know, for the knowledge of, just to take a look at it and see the power that's in it. Absolutely. I mean, listen for the, for the iPhone users out there, and uh, you know, I'm I'm Android all day, by the way. Okay. But uh, if if you ask Siri, what's the highest paid industry? You know, Siri's going to tell you is the financial services industry. So mm -hmm. it definitely. Um, is is the industry with a, a ton of opportunity, and that I think that's one of the cool things that you're doing too, India. Um, you're yes. not only saying, "Hey, you know, if you're a if you're a, a mom or if you're a, a woman who is looking to to build a business and do something, you're not just you're not just coming in and saying, "Hey, look, you know, let me help you with coverage and a product." You're also saying, "Hey, look, you know, if you want an opportunity, you know, I can help you 
with that as well. You and know, well. what, um, mm-hmm. you know, what is, what's, you know, some people only want to focus on just, you know, uh, helping people with products and that's fine, you know, providing solutions. What What is it that makes you want to provide these opportunities for others, particularly for other, other women and, and single mothers who are looking for, looking for entrepreneurship? Um, um, for me, it's personal. Again, you know what I'm saying? It's personal. Um, we take on so many roles as women, as mothers, you know what I mean? We're the caregivers. We're the, no, we provide, we, we do a lot of things and we're always expected to do them simultaneously, you know, multitask and be great at all things um, and still be able to maintain everything else and provide everyone else's needs. This industry for me has provided me the flexibility and freedom, but also the financial means to be able to do all of those things and sleep. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, without the stress of the financial strain, you follow what I'm saying? And so it feels really good if you will, to say, to put a friend on, you know what I mean? To put them in a, in, a, in a place and an opportunity where they can, you know what I mean? Where they can just thrive. I'm not talking about an extra $500. I'm talking about, okay, if you want a certain lifestyle, let's plan out your goals and we can easily obtain them. Like no fluff, you know that, right? Like yeah. no fluff, like tell me your goals and we're going to map out a plan and we're going to get there, right? And so it feels really good to be able to put my good, good girlfriends on, you know what I mean? Or my friends or someone who, who wants the opportunity. Um, and it's not about the money because I love money, but agents that I've introduced to this space, I get calls to say, girl, I was able to pay my mortgage. This like, Little things like that mean the world to me, you know what I mean? Because there was a time when someone needed my help and I couldn't, you know what I mean? And it really does something to your mental. But to be able to help in this way and in a major way is like, it's bomb.com. I mean, I know that's good talk, but it feels really amazing to be able to help put somebody in a position to thrive. Yeah. To thrive. Yeah. There is no ceiling in this industry. Like you can make what you want to make in this industry. You know, I, sometimes I think it's, it's kind of taboo, right? Or at least it's felt like it's been taboo to talk about the type of success that you can have in this industry, at least, at least amongst, you know, certain groups of people, others, I think really embrace what you can do, but um, I want to, I want to, I'm going to create a, a new segment with you with, th- with this episode, you know, okay. considering, you know, we, we've been on hiatus for a minute. We're coming back in the, back in the mix. Um, this is going to be, this is going to be the ball out, balling out. Balling out, balling out moments, balling out moments. I want you to tell me what's something that having your license, getting into this industry has allowed you to do, purchase, buy, go that wasn't available prior to you getting into this industry? Uh, really, Rod? Okay. <laughs> um, shoot, 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 shoot. Um, <laughs> uh, a lot, to be honest with you, a lot. It's it's afforded me to live in a really nice neighborhood. Now, I've been to your house. I've been to your house, so I know you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's safe. You know what I mean? Like I could I could fall asleep and forget the lock. I know I don't, but I could. Um, to be able to, I remember years back, 
um, I was in, in the beginning stage of the life insurance industry and Mia wanted this motorized bike, right? It's a couple of hundred dollars. And I promised her we would get it. And so when I picked her up from school, I was like dreading the conversation because I had not met my quota and I didn't make enough money. And so when she got in the car, she was gung-ho. And she was like, all right, you want to get my bike? And, da, da, da. and I had to break it down. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I can't get it. And she was like, wow. I was like, I didn't make the bonus. I didn't make enough money. She was like, well, what do you have to do to make the bonus? I love her for that, right? I was like, I got to go sell some more policies. She was like, all right, let's go pass out some more flyers. And she was like, seven, right? So I'm like, that now? what? And, and not that she wants a lot of things, but to just be able to provide without the, I got to get it 30 days from now. We'll wait the two weeks from now. You know what I mean? Like that feels amazing to me. Um, it's the small things, you know what I mean? So this industry has provided that for me. Like the peace, peace of mind is priceless. You know what I mean? I'm a simple girl. I like $10 sandals, but if I want a nice pair, I can go get them. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel great in knowing that um, I'm able to live how I always thought I shouldn't <laughs> from a little girl. Uh, but it just, it gives me joy. It gives me peace. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and I, I appreciate, I appreciate that. Just, you know, being able to, to do those things for your children. Now, you you could have you could have said, "Hey, you know, I went to, you know, Africa for two weeks. You know, all expense five star. You know, because I did do that based on what yeah. insurance did. But yeah. no, I I really appreciate you know saying, "Hey, look, you know, it is those little things that matter because, like you said, it's about it's about being able to create those moments and knowing that you have the resources and not only that you have the resources, but you have an opportunity to create those moments because." If you were solely relying on just a regular nine to five, you know, just regular gig, what you had would have been what you had. You would have been capped right there. But this industry and this business allows you and affords you the opportunity to really do whatever you want based on your will and, and desire to make it happen. So mm -hmm. uh, def definitely commend you, commend you on that. When you think about when you think about getting into this industry and you know who you are, like how, and and how you've evolved as a person, um, do do you feel like do you feel like having having a license has has changed you in any way? Do you feel like you it, it it's helped you develop in your development? For and sure. It, and if so, please please share how. Oh, it's helped me in my personal life, of course. It's helped me in my business life. It's helped build my confidence. You know what I mean? Like some people say, what can you talk about for 20 minutes without a script or 30 minutes? You know, life insurance all day long. The importance of it, why we need it, why it's needed in my community, all of the things, right? Um, definitely enhanced my life in that way. I've, I've regurgitated it so much that you can ask my daughter and she knows the spill. You know what I mean? So I know it's making an impact. Um, so it has changed. It's giving me a boost of confidence. I know for a fact I'm making a difference. You yeah. know what I'm saying, right? Like we don't think about like when we go into the grocery store, who built that that store, right? My your dad could have helped build that store. Like we don't think about those things, but I'm going to be remembered not just in my family but other people's families from how I help put them on, if you will. You know what I mean? Or help protect them, or help keep the legacy going. That right there makes me feel powerful. Yeah, powerful. yeah. I mean, it, it is powerful. You, you know, it's uh, one of the things you that made me that I just thought about 
even listening to how the business and how the industry has grown you, um, it, it in the stories that you've told on this, on this, uh, in this conversation, it's also, uh, it's effect, it's influenced your parenting style too, you know, because your daughter, Nia was seven saying, Hey, let's go pass out some flyers. Now she would have gotten that from somewhere, right? She's getting that from seeing you, which is so important because our, our children, you know, it's not about what we say. It's about what we are showing them. Cause she, she came up and picked that out naturally. And uh, she definitely carries a, a lot of that same spirit that you have even now. And I know your other children, you know, do as well. So as a, you know, I, I think that is just so important to, to point out because, you know, you're, you're not only affecting your day to day and your own thought processes and how you move and how you interact with the world. You're also influencing how your children are going to interact with the world because they're seeing you do it yeah. in real time. That's that's powerful, man. A seven year old say, hey, let's go pass out some more flyers. Yeah, but then so we went out to eat that same day, right? Because I was just so proud of her, right? We went past out the flyers, and so I had to go water, so I took her out to eat. We're in the restaurant, me and her, and we're sitting down eating, and a guy comes. I could tell he wanted to say something, right? Anyway, so he finally gets up the nerve to come say something, and she sits there with her seven-year-old self, and she looks up at him, and she says, "Um, he asked me something. He said, can I ask you a question? She said, you want some life insurance? <laughs> She was straight blocked it off the gig. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Life insurance? Uh, <laughs> he was like, let me guess. You sell life insurance. I ended up giving him my card and everything. Like, yeah. Another conversation are we having, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's 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 hilarious. That is hilarious, you know. So now, India, um, as you're continuing to you're continuing to build, you know, you're, you're, you're doing your, your work, you're doing your workshops and, and things of that nature. You're, you're helping other women, you know, with opportunities, you're helping them to get covered and take care of their children and establish their legacies. You're helping to, you know, plan, you know, their, their, their final um, event, you know, so to speak. How do you, well, a couple, couple questions on that, a couple questions on that. The first, the first question that I'll ask you is at this point, like in where you're building now, you got a lot going on. Like, like what is keeping you motivated? What's keeping you moving forward on this journey right now? Cliche again, but my kid, my daughter, you know what I mean? Like um, she's watching when she ain't watching, you know what I mean? Or when I don't know she's watching. And then again, uh, me, I want, I want a certain life. I deserve a certain life. So that's keeping me going. And for real, for real, cliche again but we are the superheroes within our community you know what I mean like let's go back to the hood talk right like back in the day I grew up in the hood right and it was no shortage of hustlers right and so everybody was getting into the game this the hustle and in life insurance is like where else can you pay a hundred dollars and get five hundred thousand right that's the real flip you follow what I'm saying? Money. Huh? You just buying money. Legitimately, right? Legitimately, yeah. right? Um, and so I love I love the power of that. You know what I mean? I love 
educate my community on the power of, of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, how do you think your How do you think your life would be different if you had never got your license? A struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, damn, why do I see it? A struggle. Again, because it goes back to the whole princess thing and me always wanting more and me trying to find a way to get it. You know what I mean? So I've been doing something. I just don't know what. You know what I mean? But I I see it being tight, a struggle. Right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's um it it, it definitely is like I said, it, it's it's one of those those places where you really can, you know, carve your your own path. You know, um, I see that. I mean, obviously, you know what you're what you're what you're doing now. You know, you you've talked about throughout the conversation. At this point in your career, what's what's the what's the what's the end goal? What, what's the what's the ultimate accomplishment? You know, dream. What, what's the final destination for for any insureds and and legacy leaders? The final destination is to build a team a downline, a, a, a legacy of three plus thousand agents. Um, and they don't all have to look like me, but that's my vision. You know what I mean? Because this is an ongoing thing. It doesn't stop here. You know what I mean? You got to rinse and repeat. You got to rinse and repeat. So I'm hoping to recreate myself, if you will, clone myself and just make 10,000 of these so that we can just keep this thing going i like to sit with a client and i say look like this is this is bigger than us when you finally get your your million dollar policy here's what i want you to do i want you to put in your will that your daughter will get a certain amount but she's to take twenty five thousand of that and purchase a two million dollar life insurance policy so that we this can rinse and repeat and then she has to do the same and she has to do the same and so in this space i want to rinse and repeat I want to keep it going. I want to keep it going because it's yeah. real. You know what I mean? This is the this is the legacy. This is the generation. Absolutely. For real. And you know what I see? I'm gonna tell you what I see because even even though I can't come to your events, even though I don't get the the invite, you know, it's now. Let me say this. Uh, let me say this. India does these events, and it's it's all women, and mm-hmm. she'll have like these silk pillow. I saw a picture. I just saw it. Silk pillows. On the ground and and table with some flowers and some candles and scents. I heard it was smelling good. I wasn't invited. I saw some pictures, right? But uh, <laughs> have it all nice. So I mean, if 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 that's what you like, if that's what you like, you know. Although I like some silk pillows from time. It was nice. But you know, I see like I just I don't know when I when I see the things that you're doing, I just see like women having these silk pillow parties. You know, talking about and and you know with the the, the fondue and you know what y'all had the hibachi at the joint yeah, you know hibachi. like you, you know all the little you know what you do you know <laughs> just I see like like women just having those around the country you know having these conversations that we don't typically see in our communities where you know it's like hey let's let me talk about um as you call it you know as you've called it the baby daddy plan let's talk about <laughs> these the baby daddy plan. And let's talk about, you know, where we are in our lives and with our families and, and, and with our children and what we want it to look like. Because it's easy, I think, sometimes to have a conversation about so even what we see in the news mm-hmm. or, 
you know, just what we might see. Maybe we saw something on, on, on social media or something that's kind of a general subject that might be fun to talk about, but doesn't actually move us, move us forward. I just, I just really see you doing, I know you're doing it now. I just see it continuing to grow and flourish where these really important conversations um, in, in these intimate environments that are, are free and, and open and honest and from what I understand, fun as well. You know, like I said, I'm not invited, but you know, can you tell I'm feeling away? Can you tell I'm feeling away? (laughs) No, it's all good. No, it's all good. It's all good. Listen, I don't, I don't need to be there. I don't need to be there. But what I'm saying is, um, I just see that continuing to just expand for you. You know what I mean? And I'm just so excited about, you know, what, what you've been building, um, where you're headed, like, like, where you're going, everything that you're doing. And I, and I just want to just say, thank you. I appreciate you, you know, for being on the platform and sharing your story as well. I just want to take a minute just to, just to say that, just say, thank you. Thank you. you know. Thank you. Um, so as we, as we start to, to round out here, um, something you would tell someone who is, who is new, who is joining the industry um, maybe someone who's even just thinking about joining the industry, or maybe someone who's been here for a while and they, they've been in it for a while. Maybe they got their license a while ago, but they're just not, it's just not really kicking off for them. Um, what kind of advice would you give to someone who is still kind of finding their way in this business, either new in it or, or maybe even thinking about getting into it? Um, a lot of times when people come to the industry, they like life insurance, right? Like that anybody who need, has breath need life insurance. So they try to be something to everybody you know what i mean everybody gonna die facts but for me what worked for me was when it didn't feel like work anymore i always say to an agent who asks me questions like what do you do don't make it feel like work like let it be about your passion niche down you know what i mean like it's me with the women in my breast front thing when i have those gatherings it's like um it's like barbershop talk, if you will, before women. You know what I mean? I love being in a space where we can laugh, get to know each other, and have a good time, and educate, and empower, and ensure, and all of those things. So it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like a used car salesman. So my advice to anybody is: follow your heart. Really mean it. Don't just chase the dollar. When it doesn't feel like work, the money comes. Niche down. Find something that you are passionate about. If it's pet insurance, if it's the elderly, if it's men, whatever it is, I my suggestion is when you're doing what you love, it just it flows. You know what I mean? You thrive as opposed to like I gotta go do this. I gotta go make fifteen calls, whatever that is. You know what I mean? When it doesn't feel like work, when you can niche down, um, it, it becomes even more more powerful, more impactful, and the money comes. Money comes. Yeah. Absolutely. I, um, a mentor of mine told me uh, early in the game, and, and you know you know him as well, but uh, he said, uh, if you want to make a lot of money, stop thinking about the money. <laughs> you know, just think about the mission, think about the purpose, think about helping people, think about doing the right thing because it's the right thing to do. And if you do that, you'll make all the money you need and more in this business. I, absolutely. I, I 100% agree with that. Um, how do people get in contact with you? So so let's say I'm listening to this interview 
and I said, "Hey, I wanna, I wanna come to a a silk pillow party. If <laughs> if, if you know, if you qualify, you got qual- you got qualified to come to India's party. But if you qualify, you know, I, I want to come to a party. I want to find out more. I want to get in communication. Shoot, I want an opportunity. I want to I want to work with her. I see her in the turquoise. I want to work with I want to work with her. And you go to page, you see all like like I want to work with her. How do people connect with you and connect with Indian insurers and, and legacy leaders? All things Indian insurers. So indiainsurers.com. I'm Indian insurers on all social media platforms. Um, that's it. I'm indiainsurers.com or indiainsurers on any social media platform is how you find me. Um, you want my personal number? You want that? I can give that to you too. But all things Indian insurers, I'm real easy to find. It's going to be a, a chocolate lady in a turquoise dress. You'll 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 spot me. You'll, you'll easy, easy to identify. You look for the turquoise, <laughs> wherever that is. Yep. But likely that's India's page. Even if you can't see the name, if you see, you gonna see the, the colors. You gonna know what time it is already. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, look. Um, once again, I, like I said, just just thank you for taking the time to come and and, and share, and uh, really just really just kind of kind of give your story to the people because I think it's an important one. It's a powerful one. You got some great things going on, and uh, I, I'm I'm excited, proud, honored, privileged to get to know you, get to work with you, um, in, in a few different capacities. And um, for those who are listening, you know, reach out. India insures everywhere, whether it be social media, um, if you're on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Well, LinkedIn is going to be India Brown, right? It's just going to be. But, uh, you know, but on there, it's still going to say India insures underneath. So uh, India insures um, all over social media. Reach out, get connected. You know, she is, you know, an open book, happy to answer any questions. Very helpful. You know, works with some, some great people. Um, she's a great leader in her own right. And uh, maybe you heard something that, you know, kind of sparked you. Maybe maybe you're a, a, a single mother who's thinking that maybe, man, you know what? I need to do something for my kids. Or, or maybe, um, you know, maybe I should maybe I should look at this as, a, as an opportunity mm-hmm. for myself. And, 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 and maybe, you know, that that made you think that uh, you should get a license, you know, until the next time. Take care. <laughs> Thanks, Brad.